We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye. With me, as always, Jack Manuel. And, Jack, we have some more Nets news to talk about. So much for the hiatus. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> wedding present from Sean Marks to you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife is not very happy with me right now trying to record another podcast. But, hey, LaMarcus Aldridge is a Net. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is no longer a Net. We got some other he's a moves. Laker. Yeah, he's a Laker. Some other moves to talk about. But, as always, you can find the Buzz on all stream platforms. Jack, where do we start? Well, I'll put it all together in terms of what's happened in the past, I don't know, 14 hours. When was the last time we recorded? We've got three episodes in the space of like 72 hours. But this is shocking to me, Nick, because I went to bed at you know, a relatively late hour. And I always stay up a little bit late in these days, especially on the weekend. Not expecting anything to drop. And then I wake up, you know, six hours later, not the best sleep in the world. And, of course, Nets Twitter is exploding. And this is what has happened. I'll break it down. John Jordan is traded to the Pistons initially for four second rounders, only two of the Nets own, along with $5.78 million in cash. And the Nets go and return Sekou Dumboya as well as your local forward. Nick, can you say Sekou Dumboya for me? No, I cannot. If he makes a team, I will. Okay, if they were good, you'll have That's to practice. That's the deal. That's the deal with these players. You know, I'll learn the name of they make the team. <laughs> you'll have to practice. Kyrie Irving is certainly very easy to say. Um, <laughs> of the four seconds that were sent to Detroit, only two are the Nets. So uh, the 2022 and 2027 picks are the Nets. Uh, 2024 and 2025 are actually acquired from the Wizards and Warriors in signing trades for Spencer Dewey, D'Angelo Russell. Some really nice work there from Sean Marks. Um, the Nets weighed Alizé Johnson, uh, and it did seem that that was a, a tough decision, at least from the reporting from Woj. Um, we wish AJ, Alizé, really all the best. Hopefully he finds a good home. He's got a, a, heap, of, a heap of skills, you know, great tenacity, athleticism, rebounding. Um, he's surely going to find a payday somewhere else. Um, and then also, the Nets re-signed LaMarcus Aldridge after, for only five years after his retirement. And we've got LMA back in BK, Nick, and the, the Brooklyn Nets Twitter accounts obviously recounting it too. Uh, big day for the Brooklyn Nets and just, you know, 24 hours after signing Paul Millsap. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to happen this late in free agency too or the offseason. You know what I mean? It's not typically you see this combination of the moves. It kind of just all lined up. And it's all kind of things that we somewhat anticipated and we mentioned on the last show. We thought DeAndre would be bought out. They end up trading him, which ends up saving them some tax money uh, down the line and currently. And then also we thought LaMarcus would be in town and Alizé would probably be the guy that was going to be out of town because of the Paul Millsap stuff too. Uh, Sekou and Jalil Okafor. 
I'm not really sure if those guys are going to be on the team. There's definitely Former Brooklyn net great Jalil Okafor. Thank you very much, Nick. <laughs> yeah, Photoshopped have gone crazy already. I'm pretty confident Okafor will not be on the team. Sekou, I think it's more so up in the air. They would have to open a roster spot. Uh, DeAndre Bembry has been a guy a lot of people have brought up. His contract's not fully guaranteed. I'll say this about Sekou. Detroit fans weren't very happy with his progression so far. He wasn't very good in Detroit at all. It's, it's somewhat hard to see him get a roster spot on this team, given they already have you know some young pieces in Nick Claxton, Cam Thomas, and Daron Sharp. I kind of mentioned the idea to you, and I saw it brought up on Twitter, was maybe Sekou gets a second two-way spot. And I think that would make a lot of sense to me, just given there is a ton of potential. He's just not ready for NBA basketball yet, especially in the postseason, especially in a championship series. Yeah, he's a 20-year-old. The dude is a hell of an athlete. Um, has a little bit of a relationship with Kevin Durant as well. We've seen them them doing some workouts together. But, you know, Sean Marks finds a way to turn former, you know, castaways from Detroit into pretty goddamn solid NBA players. You know, Bruce Brandon, you know, turned into what he did last season. And Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously, earning a pretty hefty payday. You know, it seems to me that Sean Marks finds these gems. And, you know, a lot of people... Sort of saying it's just it makes this roster even more intriguing to me, Nick. Uh, because uh, I mean, Deion Jordan's probably in a vacuum a better NBA player than Sekou Dumboya. But who would you rather have on your roster for the next two or three seasons beyond just this season alone? It's Sekou, you know, and it's an absolute wash. So the fact that they were able to not just buy out DeAndre and were able to get something in return, because, you know, Jalil Okafor still something as well, did some nice things for Nigeria and international basketball at the Olympics as well. So I think that this is just another absolute master masterclass in in roster construction from Sean Marks again, because the balance of this roster, we were chatting a bit off wax, is something that you don't see with championship contenders. You know, a blend of the superstars as well as the vet guys that are ring chasing, that are solid role players, as well as this undercurrent of, of young, feisty guys that have a heap of talent and upside too. You know, obviously Cam Thomas, Darren Sharp, Sekou Dumboya. You know, if you want to throw in, you know, Javon Carter into that sort of realm or, or whatever, or if he fits into the more the, the vet role. Um, and obviously, you know, David Duke or Kessler Edwards, depending on, obviously, you know, Kessler's got this one of the two ways, maybe. David Duke gets a second one, but um, yeah, there's just a, a really fun construction of this roster, and Sean Marks just continues to do some crazy, wacky, but great things with what is available to him. He is one of the, the great masterminds um, in the NBA when it comes to GMing. Yeah, and I think, Jack, even if the guys don't make the team, you just look at it as you traded $20 million in contract you know, over the next two years for four second-round picks. And some of them look like they're not going to be very valuable, specifically the ones that are the Nets owned. Um, you just have to be like, wow, that's a great deal. He didn't end up having to give up a first round pick, which it seemed like was going to be the case around draft night. Held on to it, worked through it, and ended up coming out in a better situation. And like you said, you know, Sekou could end up on the roster. He could end up in the two-way spot. Maybe they just end up with the G League team and it's someone they look at further down the line. So there's different options on the table. I think just alone, I'm happy that they're able to clear the salary of DeAndre Jordan without giving a first-round pickup. No, definitely. And and I think and also another one that um, was, I guess, a little bit underreported, but Woj obviously put it out there. The Nets are going to say $47 million in salary and tax on this yep. deal as well. So um, we, you, I think that you that, that's a byproduct of everything that happened. But to get all to have all of those positives come out of this situation um, is something that is 
you know, nigh on shocking, Nick, because we were talking about, and we've been talking about the last two episodes, about a buyout, which is what makes the most sense. And, you know, we didn't want to attach first-rounders. Well, first-rounders weren't attached. There were second-rounders in there barely second rounders at that there you know if you expect the 2022 ones to be anything more than a pick 55 um then obviously you know it's 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 just something that is continuing to be sean marks continues to make a name for himself and, and put himself up in the executive of the year conversation and if he's not higher than third next year nick then god damn there's got to be something wrong yeah, I agree, Jack. I think also it's just kind of the continue to make the moves and continue to put yourself in the best possible position. You know, I you hear a lot from like GMs and front office type guys is like this is a year round thing. You're working every single day to improve your roster. And Sean Marks has really done that. You know what I mean? It's all the small things around the edges, just trying to get better. And you mentioned saving 40 plus million in, you know, a tax bill. Now you could use, you know, a couple million in the future if you need to buy second round picks and they're not going to cost 40 million. You know, it might be a million or two million on draft night if you're trying to purchase a second round take a pick from one of these cheap teams. And the Nets still have them anyway. The Nets always find a way to, you know, acquire picks in some form or another. And, you know, the amount of young capital that they still have on the team, you know, Cam Thomas, Daron Sharp, Kessler Edwards, you know, it's not that they need any extra sort of young guys to add to this nucleus. But, you know, it's it's a, it's a bridge to, you know, success going forward as well. You know, obviously you normally see when, you know, really big superstar teams fall apart, the, the, the window closes that they fall off because there is no young talent to sort of rejuvenate the next version of the team. And it's not to say that Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, and Sekou Dubois are going to lead the Nets to the 2028 championship. But having talent is just uh, a, an absolute dime a dozen. It's it's just an absolute, it's it's awesome. It's the, it's the cherry. It's everything you want to sort of put on top of it. So I think that the way that this continues to, to build for the Nets, Nick, is, look, it's, the Nets roster isn't perfect, but... It's it's pretty goddamn deep, stacked, all the adjectives you want to sort of talk about. And you know, there, there's going to have to be some tough decisions to be made as well because the, right now the roster stands at 16. Um, and, uh, and I think that, or well, is it 17? I can't remember. But the, they're going to have to be, you know, Jalil Okafor. Is it Bembry? Is it Javon Carter? Is it Sekou? You know, there's going to have to be some... I can some confidently mo- say that Jalil Okafor will not be on the net. <laughs> hey, look, weird things have happened. Jalil Okafor could have been shooting the three ball. He might have turned into Anthony Davis. No, it's, it's pretty much a fait accompli, but it's... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In saying that, Nick, I guess I put out a poll 
you know, an hour ago or something like that, if not even shorter, sort of saying who would you rather keep on the roster as of this point in time? Obviously, the acquisition of uh, Sekou Dumboya, uh, Javon Carter, and DeAndre Bembry. Um, it's a poll that's pretty close as to this point. And now that you are on Twitter uh, and back and active, I expect you to vote many times and retweet it. Uh, but who would you vote for? I mean, I would want Javon Carter on the roster. I think he's a guy that's kind of locked in. He's a point guard. He's defensively good. You know, he can shoot the three ball. He's proven he can kind of compete at an NBA level where Sekou, like I said, he has not been a good NBA player so far. He needs a lot of time to develop. DeAndre Bembray has some pluses to his game, but there also are some weaknesses. We've kind of talked about that. You know, at best, maybe he's someone that has a similar role to like a Bruce Brown. But again, Bruce is better at things that Bembray just doesn't really do. So I think Javon Carter, and also I like the idea of having more point guard insurance. You know, obviously Kyrie Irving's had health issues in the past. Patty Mills, you know, has been relatively durable, but you still want to have one of these guards that can go out there and, you know, bring the ball up to court and run, you know, an NBA offense. Not that you're Cam Thomas chop living, Nick. What are you talking about? Come on, mate. Are you, could, he's got to prove it. Like... I mean, he was really good in summer league, but he's got to prove that he can, you know, run an offense and not just be a scoring type guy. So you treat think... Cam Thomas as badly as you treat, you treat Mike James, for God's sake. <laughs> is, I, I made clips for Cam Thomas. I didn't do that for Mike James. <laughs> I made a video for cam thomas i'm not doing that for mike james so i love cam thomas's potential but i think when you're at this stage and you want to have a championship team you need to kind of cover your back end and sometimes depending on a rookie can expose you in certain situations and the nets don't really need to depend on cam thomas in a playoff setting it's more so to help with that regular season grind no it's a it's a fair point and i'm just playing along but yeah <laughs> The Nick's already got my back so much that he was literally retweeting as we were discussing that, ladies and, and gentlemen. I, voted so, too, so. I love it. That, that's my guy right there. Um, but in saying that, you can make a credible argument for any of these three guys. You know, you you made it pretty plainly and simply about Javon Carter. Um, the def- but does Javon he's Carter the best player of the three? In my opinion, easily. I I, I agree. I agree. Um, but does Javon Carter his skill set overlap with someone that's already on the roster and Bruce Brown possibly? I think Javon Carter might be a better. Uh, guard, uh, defensive guard when it comes to smaller players in the, in the point guard and shooting guard position. Whereas Bruce, Young. Yeah, and, and Bruce might be better at, you know, sort of small guard, small uh, shooting guard, sorry, and small forward. Dondre Bembry is probably the better defender with those bigs out there. Uh, I think is a, a, a really good cutter, a, a quality athlete. Um, and I think is a, a solid guy to sort of have around to just throw out there on if you want a couple of possessions on a LeBron James or a you know Jason Tatum or whatever. It's just a nice body to have. And we, we spoke about him on uh, upon his signing. The amount of love that the Toronto Raptors faithful and beat writers had for him. Um, and, and, you know, the desire that he has. He's obviously got the relationship with Kyrie Irving, I believe it is too. So, um, and the argument for Demboya, you know, I think is just that, there is a, 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 a really, I'm not sure how much untapped potential there is, Nick, but there's certainly a little bit of it still. Now, he's not an NBA player. He's proven bugger all, um, you know, yet he's done, he hasn't done much on, on this current stage other than uh, a pretty ferocious poster, which is the number one video when you do search for him, and it's you know, now on my timeline too. Um, so he is a, a, a ridiculous athlete with uh, uh, plenty of tools and, you know, a lottery pick. Was it pick 10 or pick 15? I can't necessarily pick 15. Pick 15. So he's a lottery talent. So there is obviously that. And to just have that guy in a roster, a 20-year-old, you know, with just, you know, and under the the Nets tutelage, under the tutelage of the 
the roster that the Nets do have with, you know, Durant and uh, a lot of the guys that, that have so much talent will be able to teach him, you know, the intricacies of how to become an NBA player, as well as the Nets coaching staff, who we, you know, speak glowingly of, you know, pod after pod after pod. So there is a, a credible argument for any of these three, but you said Javon Carter is your number one. Uh, but we can extend this conversation by saying, you know, rank the, who, who's two and three in that conversation. Uh, and, you know, by the end of this, you're going to be uh, an anti-stand for whoever you put at number three, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I think a lot of people have understood my mindset. The focus for this season is winning a championship. They have the developmental spots in Cam Thomas and Dayron Sharp and even Nick Claxton to an extent. Javon Carter's not too old himself. Same thing with Bruce Brown. So, DeAndre Bembray is probably the guy that I would keep in this situation, just giving I know he can play NBA basketball. Sekou can't really play NBA basketball, especially on a championship team, based off of what he's shown in Detroit the last two years. Detroit's been one of the worst teams in the league. So if you're you have an opportunity to really pop off there and get more touches, more exposure in certain situations, he didn't do that. Like I mentioned to you before, I think the two-way spot makes the most sense. And if someone really wants him, then like maybe the Nets just trade him for another second-round pick or something. I don't think... He's not a guy that I feel super confident that he's going to hit his potential. Yeah, he does have potential, but it's not like every lottery pick pops off. What about you, Jack? No, that, that's fair. I'd probably... I think I'd go Seku above Bembry just because, you know me, I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for the sauce and um, the Demboya sauce, while it may be hard to pronounce, it's goddamn tasty. And <laughs> I, I can just uh, imagine having a, a lot of fun watching him and, and falling in love. I, I fall in love with the young guys really, really easily as well. There's just something about it. Maybe it's the teacher in me. I just see potential nicking a kid and I can't want, I can't help but want to just see, see it come through. And I think a part of it also is Nick, the Nets, could, the Nets probably could have made, the short marks could have made this trade without adding Seku to this package. So uh, surely there has to be some level of plans for the Nets to keep him or you know move him for another second round or, or something. I, I just I feel that you know they could have just gotten Jalil Okafor, put in a little bit extra cash in there, but it's it seems I to me that for the Nets... um, salary reasons, Jack, to match up in the trade in terms of you know because I think Seku has like close to a five million dollar contract, and then Jalil Okafor's is probably like two and change. Yeah. And now you're getting closer to that um, <clears throat> DeAndre number of $9 million, which kind of makes the trade a little bit smoother in terms of... Because I'm not sure that the Pistons have cap space just to absorb DeAndre's contract. And can you just throw... The, the, I mean, the, I'm, you're probably more adept at this than I am. Obviously, the Nets put in $5.78 million of cash. Could they have not just thrown an extra a bit of cash at it and, and sort of been like, okay... Well, you guys just have more cash, and look, I'm I'm not saying that you know the Nets should have done it. I'm I'm clearly in in the camp of you know if you can just get someone a, a player who has any modicum of talent or upside or or contribution to what they can give now or in the future, do it. But it just seems to me that I don't why... think the cash really matters, Jack. When it comes to matching the salaries, it's more so as like okay, this is like an asset I'm giving you. I'm giving you money type of thing because like. For example, when you trade on draft night, like I could send $2 million to the Charlotte Hornets and they can send me a second round pick because in every trade, a team has to receive something. It can't be like I'm sending X player to a team for no reason. That's why you see some of these like second round pick trades where it has like an extreme protection. The pick's never going to get sent over. It's just so there's an idea of something being sent. In this situation, I would assume Detroit just wanted some money. Like, their ownership just wanted money. And that's not uncommon, especially if you're a losing team. 
Yeah, no doubt. And obviously, you know, the the Nets, you know, with the, the tax relief that they get, you know, it's certainly part of the, the overall package and it's why we did mention it. But yeah, I, I, I guess... I guess what you're saying to me, Nick, is that Seiko Dubois isn't going to win most improved player in 2022? He is not. He may win uh, in the G League. <laughs> uh, I, I think even if he is on the Nets roster, and I'm not ruling out the possibility. I know I put out a tweet that I didn't think both guys are going to be on the roster. Seiko has a chance to get over DeAndre Bembry. They obviously are going to go to training camp. They're going to fight for those spots. I don't think the Nets are in a rush to make this decision. But I also think the idea of keeping him on a two-way contract and then maybe him taking DeAndre Bembry's spot later in the season because he earns it and he plays better or another you know team that sucks wants to take a developmental piece, maybe the Nets could trade him further down the line. No, it's, it's totally, totally fair. And um, we've somehow found a way to continue to produce content 20, 25 minutes again. Look, we've got some other little news tidbits and stuff going around on Twitter, but I know you're a busy man, Nick, or I can save that for another news pod. I'll add that to my Google Doc, which is still goddamn like three or four pages long. Uh, but in saying that, anything else you wanted to sort of add and touch on here before you finally, you know, tie the knots and get to God, have some goddamn sun and sip some cocktails on the beach in the Bahamas? Yeah, I mean, nothing really, Jack. I think just kind of appreciate the Nets roster. And we were kind of talking off air a little bit is just like everything you kind of want to happen with the Nets has happened. You know, ideally we would love for them to sign Paul Millsap and LaMarcus Aldridge and they signed both of them. If they had gotten one guy, I think we'd be pretty happy. The fact they have both of them, there's just a lot of really talented basketball players in this team. Yes. Some of them are past their prime, but the experience and the skill is something to really enjoy. It's going to be an extremely fun season and there's going to be an extra added element because you're really starting to see the hatred of the nets. You're starting to see some really bad takes of people just being like, Oh, they're Milwaukee still better. No, stop. Hey, save that Nick. Save that. We, we, we got some discussion points. I need things on my Google doc for when you get back. Um, obviously, well, probably by the time that's happening, it's not a month till preseason game, so we might have to get stuck into our preview series we as might well. Have to text Sean Marks and tell him to chill, man. Because <laughs> the Kyrie extension, the James Harden extension, guaranteed that's going to happen. As you're saying, I do to to the lovely Cynthia, and, and I'm just like texting you, Nick. Uh, we've got to record, my guy. And like, Corey's doing like the best man speech or whatever. And, you know, he's, and we got me on the mic or whatever, but that. Um, Obviously, hope you have the the best of days. It's going to be incredible. Hopefully, you're not too stressed out. My dude's looking fresh right now. It kills me that I can't be there. F COVID and F everyone who's um, making COVID, the COVID situation worse. F Delta. But it's going to be fun for my guy Nick. And if you want to give him me a present, and Sean Marks, we trust, give us five stars. That'd be that'd be pretty yeah. goddamn good. Five stars would be awesome. Even my wife would appreciate it. But uh, Jack, always a pleasure. Appreciate the kind words and big thanks to everybody for listening.